We are a little over a month from the MLB season, and there are a lot of teams that are in similar positions, so let's rank them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Birds on the Bat podcast. My name, as always, is Brandon Nimmons, and well... Being a month out from the season, I got paranoid. I didn't know where I thought teams would land. So I made a little power ranking, and let's just get right into it because this is going to take a while. Coming in at number 30, we've got the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pirates are definitely the worst team in baseball. They have really nobody that's a household name. Todd Frazier, maybe. Adam Frazier, maybe. Uh, Brian Reynolds is pretty good. Kevin Newman's all right. Uh, Brian Hayes, he's a great young player that's coming up. So overall, the Pirates have young guys that might be able to do something, but putting everything together is just not going to be a thing that they're going to do. That's why I've got the Pirates at number 30. Coming in at number 29, maybe a little bit of a surprise to some people, but the Texas Rangers... I mean, the Rangers are selling, and it's obvious. They've got Kyle Gibson as their ace. They got rid of Lance Lynn, Mike Miner. So that's going to go downhill. Their lineup, I want to be excited about it. I mean, you got David Dahl, uh, Joey Gallo, Willie Calhoun, Rugnet Odor. It feels like it should be an all right lineup, but I just can't get behind the depth here. Jose Trevino, not a great hitter. Nate Lowe, terrible hitter for a first baseman. Nick Solex, eh. Uh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa can't really hit. Leody Tavares can't really hit. I mean, you got Chris Davis, I guess. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be definitely interesting to see where the Rangers land. Also, since their division isn't one of the better ones in baseball, it'll be interesting to see where they land. I've just got them at number 29 because I am not excited about this team and I don't think they're going to win many games. At number 28, the Baltimore Orioles. This is a young team that might be all right in a few years. I mean, guys like Chance Sisko, Ryan Mountcastle, Rio Ruiz, Austin Hayes, Anthony Santander, I like those guys. Trey Mancini is always a beast. Uh, love him. On the pitching side, you got John Means and then nobody else. I think they're going to be better than some people think. I mean, Yomer Sanchez also not not bad. Freddie Galvis, he's a serviceable bat. DJ Stewart's fine. They might win a few more games than they did in 2019. Like, I definitely feel they're getting better. It's just they're still not a good team. They're still a few years out from even thinking about competing. And even then, I mean, the Yankees are going to be good for a while. The Rays are going to be uh, always good. The Blue Jays are going to be pretty solid for a little bit. The Red Sox are going to build up. I don't know where I'd put the Orioles in terms of their window right now. But they're definitely not poised to win now. They're coming in at number 28. At number 27, the Colorado Rockies. The Rockies are a team that, with Nolan Arenado, they're 
still in the 20s, but they're in the higher 20s. Without Nolan Arenado, oh, this team is tough. The pitching is better than most people would think. Herman Marquez, uh, you got Sensatella, you got John, John Gray, you got, you got you got a pretty solid rotation there. Uh, Elias Diaz at catcher, I am not sold on him at all. Maybe Don Nunez comes, but the Rockies don't really have a catcher. They did sign CJ Crone, so first base, they'll have a little bit of pop. Brendan Rodgers, uh, he's going to be coming up to the MLB this year. That'll be exciting to see where he is. You got Ryan McMahon, uh, he's going to be there. You also got Josh Fuentes, the cousin of Nolan Arenado. Of course, Trevor Story's there. And then Charlie Blackman. Garrett Hampson's young. Sam Hilliard's young. Rymel Tapia. He's been around for a little bit, but not too long. The Rockies are certainly young. I'm not sure how much I believe in their team this year and in years to come. But for now, they're in the toughest division in baseball, and they have one of the weakest rosters in baseball. They're coming in at number 27. At number 26, the Detroit Tigers. I... I am liking where the uh, Tigers are taking their their team. You add Renato Nunez. That's a great pickup. Jonathan Scope, you re-sign. Jimer Candelario, he's getting an, an extra year. I do think that this is his last year of guaranteed playing time, however, if he doesn't step it up. You got Willie Castro. He's, he's fine. Robbie Grossman, he's fine. Jacoby Jones, he's really starting to come into his own. You had Nomar Mazzara to the lineup, and then, of course, M Miggy Cabrera. The only place that I have an issue with would be the pitching, but that's all just young. It's guys that are coming up. Matt Boyd, Michael Fulmer, uh, Tariq Skubal, guys like that. So right now, I've got the Tigers still down in the pits, but I do think that they're going to be better than... They have been. Coming in at number 25, this is a team I had no idea where to put them. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Zach Gallon's really good. You got guys like Cattell Marte. If Cattell Marte, by the way, if he has a similar season to last season, that will be like one of the craziest one-hit wonders of all time. But I definitely think Cattell Marte is going to be back. Nick Ahmed's got an amazing glove. You got Tim LaCastro. He's got crazy speed. Cole Calhoun. He's all right. I mean, Carson Kelly's good catcher. Not great. Of course, Cardinals fans do remember Carson Kelly. I just don't know what this team's going to be able to accomplish in this division. I think maybe they can compete with the Giants for third place, but... Other than that, I mean, you're not playing for much. They might be selling a lot at the deadline, and that's why they're coming in at number 25. At number 24, let's talk about the Seattle Mariners. The Mariners just fired their president, Jeff Mathis. We talked about that in the last episode. But, I mean, Marco Gonzalez is like the only saving grace of that pitching staff. Kyle Lewis is a beast. 
Kyle Seegers over at third base, he's pretty good. J.P. Crawford, gold glove winner, he's good. Jake Fraley or Braden Bishop, you're going to have in the outfield. Ty France is another guy. Jose Marmalejos. I do think they're going to be able to hit. The question is, how many runs are they going to give up? Because it's probably going to be a lot. They don't have a bullpen. They don't really have a starting rotation. Marco Gonzalez is pretty good. But other than that, who knows? I got the Mariners at number 24. Coming in at number 23, this is a team that I went back and forth on a lot before finally placing them here. I got the KC Royals. I do see a world where the Royals could finish third place above the Indians and Tigers, or I could see them finishing in fourth place below the Indians, probably above the Tigers still. The rotation is still young. It's a few years out, but I mean, Danny Duffy, Mike Miner, you can never really complain about that. At catcher, you got the staple, Salvador Perez. He's really good. First base, Carlos Santana. He's going to get on base for you. Uh, you got Whit Merrifield. If he's playing second base, that's cool. If he's in the outfield, that's a little worse because then you're playing like Nicky Lopez or something at second base. Don't like that. Hunter Dozier is your third baseman. Nah, that's all right, I guess. Adalberto Mondesi, I mean, he's fast. He just needs to put the ball on the ground more. Same problem that D. Gordon had. Andrew Benintendi, the new acquisition from the Red Sox, he's going to be in the outfield, as well as probably Michael A. Taylor. I'm not in love with Benintendi. I do think that it was a smart trade by the Royals, just in case, and they didn't give up too much. But overall, Royals coming in at 23. And number 22, the team that Andrew Benintendi came from, the Boston Red Sox. I do think that I'm higher on this team than most people are. I still think their pitching rotation is terrible. But other than that, they've got a really good lineup. Rafael Devers, Sander Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, Hunter Renfro, Alex Verdugo, Christian Arroyo maybe, maybe Franchi Cordero, Bobby Dalbeck. I don't know. It's... It's definitely going to be interesting to see how many steps forward the Red Sox can take, because I still don't think that they're in a position where they're going to be competing for a playoff spot, but they're also the Red Sox, so they could easily be competing by the end of the year, and nobody would be surprised. So I've got them at number 22. Understand they could be as low as 26, and they could be as high as, like, 14. That moves us on to number 21, the San Francisco Giants. The Giants are weird because they're a really old team, and yet they're not competing for anything. I really like Mike Yaskrimski. He's my favorite player on the Giants. Other than that, though, I mean, Evan Longoria, third base, a little washed. You got Donovan Solano. He's kind of fast. He can get on base. Brandon Belt. I mean, he showed that he could hit last year. We'll see if he can keep that up. Buster Posey is Buster Posey. He's one of the better catchers of this generation. I'm just not convinced on the depth of this team. I don't love the pitching, but I'll give I'll give the Giants props that 
they weren't terrible last year. They're still not going to compete for a playoff spot, but they weren't terrible. They're not going to be terrible. I see them in third place, maybe fourth, if the wheels kind of come off here. Coming in at number 20, I went back and forth on this team a lot too, the Miami Marlins. I think that they have better than the 20th best roster in baseball. I think that they're probably about 17, 18. However, they're in the strongest or most deep division in baseball. Sandy Alcantara, Sixto Sanchez are going to head up that rotation. Jorge Alfaro is not a bad catcher. I mean, JT Rolmuto is better, but what what you going to do? Jesus Aguilar's got crazy power. John Birdie's stupid fast. Brian Anderson, one of the best young players in the game. Corey Dickerson's really good. Starling Marte, I mean, he's an elite center fielder. Uh, Adam Duvall, he's shown that he can do some stuff. I think the Marlins are going to be good. It's just the record might not reflect that, considering the division they're in. I could definitely see them, probably, I could see them as high as third place and as low as fifth. It's kind of crazy for the Marlins, Phillies, and Nationals, because they're all very similar to each other. I just have the Marlins coming in and last out of those guys, even though they're a pretty solid team. That leads us into number 19, the Cincinnati Reds. This is a team that I have no idea what to think of, because last year people thought, oh yeah, they're going to contend for a playoff spot, even when it was just five teams from each league. And then they expanded it, the Reds got in. You got Sonny Gray heading up that rotation. Not sure if the Reds are going to try to trade him or not. You do lose Trevor Bauer. That sucks. Tucker Barnhart's a pretty good catcher, uh, defensively especially. You got Joey Votto. He's nothing if not consistent. Mike Moustakis is a really good second baseman. Eugenio Suarez, one of the most underrated power hitters in the league. Their shortstop is still up for grabs right now. Kyle Farmer, maybe, but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. Who knows? The outfield, I mean, you got Castellanos, probably Senzel, maybe Winker. Uh, yeah, that's a kind of rough outfield. I'm concerned with their depth. I'm concerned with their pitching. I am very concerned with their bullpen. Uh, that's not looking great, but who knows? Maybe, maybe the Reds can surprise some people and turn some heads here in 2021. That leads us into number 18, the Cleveland Indians. Now you get rid of Francisco Lindor and you get rid of Carlos Carrasco. And all of a sudden the depth of this team just bleeds out. This like Cesar Hernandez, your second baseman, Maybe Jordan Luplo, Jake Bowers at first base, something like that. Josh Naylor, maybe. You got Eddie Rosario. That's a good pickup in the offseason. Jose Ramirez, one of the best third basemen in baseball. He's going to get on base a lot. Shane Bieber is one of the best pitchers in the league. Fran Mil Reyes, he'll be able to hit a little bit. So, I mean, the Indians... While they're not bad, I just think they're going to be very mediocre. That's why they're right around the midpoint in this rank at number 18. At number 17, 
the Chicago Cubs, because the Cubs suck, always. Kyle Hendricks isn't bad at the front end of the rotation, but then you get rid of you Darvish for whatever reason, and then you pick up Jock Peterson out of nowhere. So what is this team trying to do? I have no idea. You got Wilson Contreras behind the dish. Not going to lie, he's pretty good. Anthony Rizzo, he's also pretty good. Uh, first base, Nico Horner, not great. Chris Bryant, very overrated. Javier Baez, most overrated player in baseball at shortstop. Ian Happ can hit a little bit. Uh, Jason Hayward, he's a glove, I guess. You lose uh, Schwarber this offseason. I don't know what this team's doing. I thought they were going to try to cut payroll. And they go out and sign Jack Peterson's. Now I'm confused about what they're trying to do, where they think they're at. I don't think they're anywhere close to the top of the league, but who knows? They won the division last year, I guess, but I really do not think that they're going to do it again. They're a third-place team in the division. They are the 17th best team in the league in 2021. Number 16, the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, this is another weird team where it's like, all right, NL East, take your pick. Uh, Aaron Nola is a beast uh, pitcher. Like, he is really good. JT Ramuto, he is the best catcher in the game. Reese Hoskins is fine. Gene Segura, meh. Alec Bohm, he's, he's still up and coming. He looks really good. Uh, you re-signed Didi Gregorius. Sure, why not? Andrew McCutcheon's going to be there. Bryce Harper, obviously. Maybe Scott Kingery. It, it'll be very, very interesting to see. What's up with this Phillies team? And yeah, I've got them at number 16. They could be anywhere from like 14 to 18. Who knows? At number 15, directly at the midway point, the LA Angels. I finally think that this is the year that they start competing for a playoff spot with Mike Trout. I really think that with Still a weak pitching staff. You don't really have a catcher, but then you got Pujols, Jared Walsh, David Fletcher. He's awesome. Anthony Rendon, Jose Iglesias, Justin Upton, Dexter Fowler, Shohei Otani. This lineup is too good not to be able to do anything. I'm not sure they'll make the playoffs. I'm just saying that they'll compete for the playoffs, especially in a weak division like the AL West. You're going to be able to rack up wins on the Rangers and Mariners. Astros and A's aren't as good. You might be able to steal a few more games than you normally would. Just saying, watch out for the Angels. If they are in the playoffs, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Also, David Fletcher, the GOAT. Coming in at number 14, the Washington Nationals. This is another team where I was like, I don't know, sure, 14, cool. I really like their pitching staff. Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin, obviously. It's the most well-known pitching staff, uh, one of the most well-known pitching staffs in baseball. Uh, catcher Jan Gomes, he's fine. Josh Bell is your new first baseman. What? All right, cool. That might pay out. It might not. Who knows? Starling Castro is going to be your second baseman. He's old, but sure, why not? Carter Keyboom, uh, he needs to play more up to his potential. Didn't have a great year last year. I still think that he can develop a little more and be great. 
one of the one of the most underrated players in baseball, Trey Turner. Uh, George Stop. Love me some Trey Turner. He's fast. He's got pop. He gets on base for you. Not quite as much as the next guy that I'm going to mention, but Trey Turner's a beast. But yeah, Juan Soto, that, that dude is, I would say, top five player in baseball, maybe top three. You can make the argument for that. That dude can flat out hit the baseball. He's so good. Give me some more Juan Soto. He's a big reason why the Nationals are up this high. You got Schwarber and Robles. Sure, why not? Might be able to compete. Yeah, probably not for a playoff spot this year. But if Keyboom steps up, Josh Bell plays like he has in Pittsburgh. All of a sudden, you're like, all right, I'm kind of feeling the Nationals. Welcome back, World Series champions. It's just the two NL wild cards are pretty much locked up. Like, it's it's going to be tough to get into the playoffs if you're not one of the five teams that I have listed at the top of the NL. But at number 13, Milwaukee, your turn. Uh, pitching staff, it's pretty good. Brandon Woodruff Holt uh, heads up that staff. You got uh, Devin Williams, Josh Hader in the bullpen. That's disgusting. I don't want to see that this year. Especially not if we're trailing late. No way do I ever want to see that. You got Omar Narvaez coming in at catcher. He's fine. Keston Hira, uh, he's a bat. He's at first base. Colton Wong, I'll miss you forever, Wong. Uh, amazing glove. He's at second base. Yeah, like Travis Shaw maybe at third base. I don't know, a little wash, but sure. Uh, Orlando Arcia, he's fine. Christian Yelich is awesome. Lorenzo Cain's fine. Vesayel Garcia's fine. The Brewers are fine. Like, they're, they're probably second place. They might be able to compete with the Cardinals for a little bit. I just think the Cardinals definitely have more depth, and that's why the Brewers are the second best team in this division right now. At number 12, the Oakland A's. Yeah, I was confused about this team too. Uh, the A's, you know, you trade away Marcus Simeon. Now your shortstop is Elvis Andrews after a trade. You gave up Chris Davis, sure. Matt Olson, Matt Chapman are beasts. Ramon Laureano's a great young player. Stephen Piscotty's good. Mitch Moreland can hit. Mark Canna can hit a little bit. You got, like, Tony Kemp at second base. He's a fine glove. You'll be fine there. Sean Murphy, he's a great young player. Your pitching staff, Chris Bassett might be uh, heading that up. Sean Manaya is another one. Uh, Fires is another one that could potentially head up that rotation. You had a lot of guys. They might be a playoff contender. Maybe not. Who knows? It's a really weird division to read. But, yeah, I got the A's coming in at number 12. And at number 11. Houston Astros. Yeah, I losing George Springer, not ideal. Probably not having Verlander this year, not ideal. You got Granky probably as your ace this year. Uh, you got Jason Castro or M Martin Maldonado catching for you. That's like it. Eh. Yuli Gurriel's at first he can mash. Jose Altuve just had like the worst year of his career. Yikes. Uh, let's see if he bounces back. Alex Bregman is Alex Bregman. He's a really solid third baseman. 
Carlos Correa, he's going to hit free agency after this year. We'll see how he plays in the contract year. Michael Brantley, he can hit. They re-signed him. You got, like, Kyle Tucker. He's pretty good. Miles Straw, meh. Yordan Alvarez, he, he can mash. So that's the top team that I have in the AL West. I don't think that this is a deep division. I don't even think that it's top-heavy. It's just a very mad division. The winner of this will almost surely be going down to the AL Central or AL East champion. That leads us into the top 10 and at number 10. I know y'all might be calling me biased right now, but the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, Jack Flaherty, awesome. KK, awesome. Carlos Martinez, he's looked really good in camp so far. Adam Wainwright's going to do his thing. I love this pitching staff. You got Yachty behind the dish, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado at the corners, Tommy Edmond, Paul DeYoung up the middle. Harrison Bader, he's set in as the center fielder. Dylan Carlson, he's going to continue developing. We'll see how Tyler O'Neill does. It'll, it'll be a very, very interesting year for the Cardinals. I'm assuming that they're going to win the division. Like, they're the best roster in the division. But, but this is another just very meh uh, division in baseball. But hopefully the Cardinals can do some damage. Hopefully they can rise up the ranks once the season gets underway. But for now, they're going to be at number 10. At number 9, the Tampa Bay Rays. Last year's AL champions. They lost Blake Snell. They lose Charlie Morton. That's not ideal at all. But my boy G-Man Choi is still over there at first base. You got Mike Zanino at catcher, Brandon Lowe. Over at second, Willie Adamez, Joey Wendell, that'll be the rest of the infield. Then you got Randy Orozarena. Let's see if he can keep it up. Kevin Kiermeyer, one of the best gloves in the league. Austin Meadows, probably in right. Maybe Manuel Margot. Who knows? Uh, Austin Meadows, he's a great player in MLB The Show, so we'll see if he can live up to that in real life or not. And then Yandy Diaz is going to fit in somewhere there, probably. So Mike Brasseau is also there. The Rays are still a good team. They're not quite as deep. That's why I've got them at number nine. Last year I had them at like number three or something. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the Rays do, especially in this division with number eight, Toronto. Toronto goes out. They add Marcus Simeon. They add George Springer. This will be a fun team. Their young guys are developing. Vlad Guerrero Jr., Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette, Lourdes Gurriel, Oscar Hernandez. I mean, Randall Gritchick's still there. This is going to be such a fun team to watch. Their pitching staff doesn't have me convinced. Uh, You got Ryu. You got Pearson. Other than that, who knows? Uh, yeah. The pitching doesn't get me going. The lineup does. You got Danny Jansen behind the bent or behind the dish. And he should be pretty good. But yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see about the Blue Jays. They come in at number eight with a potential to get higher or drop like 20 because it's the Blue Jays and sometimes they find ways to screw things up. Speaking of finding ways to screw things up, at number seven, I have the New York Mets. 
somehow I know they're going to screw this up. Even though I do think right now they're a playoff team, it's the Mets. So bump the brakes. Jake DeGrom, Noah Syndergaard, Marcus Stroman, Carlos Carrasco, always welcome. Uh, that's an amazing pitching staff. You got James McCann, the new addition behind the dish. Pete Alonzo, let's see if he can go back to hitting 50 home runs again, or at least 40 uh, this year. Jeff McNeil, he's a really good second baseman. J.D. Davis, not quite convinced about him at third base. We'll see. Francisco Lindor, he's one of the best shortstops in the game. Probably the best shortstop in the game. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, he's good. You got Dom Smith, Brandon Nimmo, Kevin Pillar, Michael Conforto out in the outfield rotating every once in a while. Who knows? I like Brandon Nimmo a lot because, I mean, Brandon Nimmo's Brandon Nimmo. It's pretty sick. Uh, but other than that, it's a strong lineup. It's a really strong rotation. The bullpen's fine. You add Trevor May to it, which is pretty fun. I like the Mets. I think they're going to be good, but they're the Mets, which is the issue here. Uh, I I really hope the Mets don't met this season up because if they don't, it'll be fun in the ALEs. It'll be a lot of fun. Coming in at number six, Minnesota Twins. Let's talk. Uh, they are really close to the White Sox, but I think the White Sox pitching uh, is a little better, so that's what gives them the edge. I have no problem with Jose Barrios. I think he's pretty good. Uh, Kinsa Maeda, he's pretty good. I got no, I got no issue with their uh, rotation. I just don't think it's that strong. Uh, Mitch Garver might be catching. Maybe it'll be uh, Ryan Jeffers who took over after Garver was really struggling last season. Miguel Sano probably going to be playing first base. If not, he'll be DHing on days that Nelson Cruz doesn't want to play. I guess. Luis Arise, uh, he's going to be back. He's going to be developing still. He's going to be able to get on base, and that is what you're asking for from a middle infielder. Josh Donaldson, he's Josh Donaldson. Anderson Simmons, one of the best shortstops in the league because of that glove. Jorge Polanco, he doesn't have a spot anymore. He'll play every once in a while, just wherever. Then you got guys like Alex Kirillov, the prospect that's coming up who should be a lot of fun. Byron Buxton, he's fast. He's got a glove. Hitting's a little mad, but hey, if he's batting eighth or ninth for you, you'll take that. Max Kepler, uh, the hottest man in baseball. He's, he's he's pretty good at hitting. He can mash a little bit. He's got a nice little glove on him. That's pretty good. And then Nelson Cruz, will he be able to do it again? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Elson Cruz just never seems to stop. It'll be interesting to see this season if this is the year that it all falls apart. Coming in at number five and starting off our top five, we got the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, their pitching staff is really good. Their bullpen is really good. They've got a very, very strong lineup <laughs> comprised of Yasmani Grindal. Probably the second best catcher in the game. Jose Abreu, last year's MVP. Nick Madrigal's meh. Yoan Moncada, who was the top prospect for a while. Tim Anderson, batting champ. Eloy Jimenez, who's fine. Luis Robert, 
another top prospect. Adam Eaton, who's fine. And then you got like Zach Collins, Adam Engel. Uh, there's a Vaughn guy that's in their prospect pool that might be coming up and DHing. They've got some guys. They've got a hell of a lineup. They've got a really good pitching staff. They've got an amazing bullpen. I am very excited to see what this White Sox team is here to do this year. That leads us into number four, also known as the Atlanta Braves. The Braves are pretty good. I mean, they're at number four for a reason. Uh, Max Fried is an amazing pitcher. Soroka might not pitch this year. If he was, he'd probably be higher. Uh, you got Travis Darno behind the dish. Awesome catcher. Freddie Freeman, probably the best first baseman in baseball, only challenged by, like, Paul Goldschmidt. He's pretty good. Maybe Jose Abreu, but yeah. Ozzy Albies, he's got an amazing glove. He can hit a little bit. Austin Riley, he showed off a little bit of pop. I would like to see more out of Austin Riley. Dansby Swanson, this dude is starting to come into his own. Another, he was a uh, first round, first overall pick. Dansby is starting to look like he can hit a little bit. And if he adds hitting to that, all of a sudden five tool player, he's going to be awesome. They re-signed Marcelo Zuna. Uh, it would have been awesome if the Cardinals could have gotten him, but they didn't. So he's sticking with the Braves. He's going to hit a lot of home runs. You got Ronald Acuna, who, uh, amazing five full player, young, just one of the superstars of the game. Then Christian Pache out in center, not convinced with him. But if there are only two bats that you've got to worry about in the lineup, I think you'll be fine. I think the Braves will probably win the division and might be able to contend for the National League. Now coming in at number three, let's head out to the Bronx. It's the New York Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees, obviously, strong pitching staff. They've got a really strong lineup. Luke Voigt hits home runs. DJ LeMayhew hits a lot of just balls. Gio Urshela can hit a little bit. Glaber Torres can hit. Clint Frazier, meh, he's fine. Aaron Hicks, he's got an amazing glove, and he can hit a little bit. You got Aaron Judge, who can just mash, and Giancarlo Stanton, who can mash. You know, Kluber in the offseason. Uh, the Yankees are going to be scary. Yankees always will have one of the higher payrolls in the game. And they're proving why they are a threat. They are the favorite to win the American League. It's closer than most people think with them, the White Sox, and the Twins. But I've got the Yankees at number three. I've got them as my highest-rated American League team. Coming in at number two, you guys probably already know the top two. Number two is the San Diego Padres. I mean, come on. They're the second-best team in baseball. Hugh Darvish, Denelson Lamette, you got Mike Clevenger next year, you got Blake Snell this year. Oh my goodness, Austin Nola, he showed that he could do a little bit behind the dish last year uh, after he got traded. You got Eric Hosmer, he's great. Jake Cronenworth, I mean, he's young, Manny Machado, he had a really good year. Fernando Tatis, one of the best shortstops in baseball, one of the best players in baseball. Then you got Tommy Pham who Cardinals fans remember. I mean, he hits a little bit. Trent Grisham, he's fast. He's got a glove, and 
He showed that he can hit. And then Will Myers, he can also hit. Their bullpen is probably their weakest aspect, and it's really not that bad. Uh, yeah, the, the Padres are good. They're going to be a scary team this year. But, of course, we all know the top team of baseball. It's the L.A. Dodgers, the most lethal pitching staff. I probably don't need to explain this much to you guys. They've got a lethal pitching staff, a lethal bullpen, a lethal lineup. They're the best team in baseball. There is no argument about it. I'm, yeah, I'm just going to trust that you all understand why. Because we are starting to run low on time because it's already been 36 minutes. Wow. Thank you guys for sticking with me. I'm going to get you out of here. It's definitely going to be an interesting year in the league. I definitely think there are top tier teams and they're like playoff teams. Then you got a whole just conglomerate of teams. Then you got your bad teams. So it'll be fun. And these power rankings will be changing once a week, once the season gets going every Friday. But until then, we're just going to keep on with the Cardinals updates. I'll keep you guys posted. So thank you all for listening. My name as always is Brandon Nimmons and this has been the Birds on the Best Podcast. Thanks for listening.